Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And welcome to the 18th episode of Tender Loving Care, question mark, with your host, myself, Pauline, and my darling, Kate. Every week, Kate and I break down two shows from the TLC network, the name of the network that I believe for the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. And when I found out it actually stood for the Learning Channel and I saw the types of shows were on that channel, my deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week, Kate and I will randomly select two shows to cover for the next episode by spinning the wheel of shame which has all 113 shows and counting that we will be studying (sighs) hi kate this is a big week it's a huge massive big fat show listeners you know maybe you're new here hello welcome Kate's going to go into what we're going to talk about today. I mean, usually at this point, Kate and I would do a little bit of chit-chat, a little bit of catch-up. There's no time. We need to hit the road running. Kate, go straight in. Tell us what's going on this week in the episode. All right, here we go. So normally, as Pauline was saying in the intro, we review two shows per week. However, if you listen to last week's episode... We spun the wheel of shame, and it gave us the monster of a show called Sister Wives. You may have heard of it. And there are how many seasons, Pauline? Uh, 17? 16. 16 seasons. Yes, and everyone's wondering if a 17th is coming out. So there's so many seasons, so many episodes. We had to figure out how we were going to tackle not only Sister Wives, but these other huge, huge shows that come up on yeah. the Wheel of Shame, 
like yeah. 90 day fiance and stuff yes which we keep praying for but don't worry uh, like alaskan women looking for love that's gonna be straight that's gonna be we're gonna go through that don't worry but the 90 day fiance one is they're all like an hour and something each of those episodes and kate and i there's no humanly possible even if we stayed up for 24 hours we have a week between we film shows and we actually do have a life believe it or not <laughs> listeners kate and i actually do have lives even though we host a podcast about tlc shows so <laughs> what did we kind of conclude with these monster shows kate we're going to divide them in chunks so for example with sister wives today we will just be talking about seasons one through four mm-hmm. and then the other two chunks are also on the wheel of shame So Mm -hmm. at any point we could spin and get seasons five through nine or whatever. True. uh, And be right back into Sister Wives land. But today we're going back to the beginning Mm -hmm. where it all began. And I'm just going to let you know, Kate and I just had a little chit chat. Don't worry, we didn't discuss anything. We always hashtag save it for the potty. But I was, I'm not going to lie, I was watching an episode until Kate came on into the studio to record this <laughs> there are luckily i was surprised i honestly thought these were going to be like an hour long each and they're not they're like 21 minutes but then there's weird random ones that are like 45 minutes right i didn't really get that but um four seasons was a shitload of tv to watch i mean was it enthralling was it outstanding tlc uh television yes it was i mean this guys when kate says this is a big episode this is a huge one for us because there are some icons you know who we're gonna say the das the stays the 90 day fiance is everyone that is the most popular show i'm sure without a doubt on the network is 90 day fiance and then we have all the spin-offs and they're so huge they're so monstrous and then we have the smaller ones that we're looking forward to but really i would say kate that this sister wives not at the level of 90 day love that i have for 90 day but it's right under there kate it's right under there it's up there yeah so should i read the description at this point for we need to get in we've got so much to discuss this episode guys go on all right this is how tlc describes this show if you're one of the five people who's never heard of it yep okay the rarely seen world of a polygamous family is documented in sister wives which follows cody brown his four wives and their combined 18 children trying to live as a normal family in a society that shuns their lifestyle three of the wives mary janelle and christine have worked for years with cody to develop a cohesive loving unit and their marriages produce 13 kids then wife number four robin and her three children were added to the family much later a development that produced mixed feelings insecurities and uncertainties will it disrupt the balance and change the brown's lives for the worse (gasps) yep hold that breath hold that breath and release guys you i think kate it was our first or second episode that we reviewed the show seeking sister wives Mm -hmm. and this was done this is nothing to do with these guys but it was obviously in the same theme and something that was spurred on by this show this show began and we're starting from the very beginning one through four um this began in 2009 so we are really really going back in time here and i feel like The first thing I should do, if you guys have not heard about this, um, which Kate says is very minimal and it's so self-explanatory in the title, but I'm just going to get a piece of paper, get a pen, and I'm just going to break it down who all the main players are. So first of all, 
we're oh no it's 2010 it's 2010 we're in utah the man the god to many people cody brown okay so cody brown is the husband we'll get onto his hair we'll get onto his clothes just just wait guys just wait a second you're chomping at the bit i know you are cody cody married mary that was his first wife second wife janelle third wife christine now they had all got married apparently very very quickly in quick succession because none of the kids were born until he had married all three is that correct because they kept saying that kate i actually i just watched an episode where they went over this very precisely so he was married to mary and as we'll get into they're having a tough time having a kid Mm. and so then um he married janelle and then janelle got pregnant before mary had had her kid and then he married christine before janelle had logan the oldest kid a month running bef- theme there. Running a month theme. before Logan was born, he married Christine, and then a month oh. after he married Christine, Christine got pregnant. Oh, so that's rough. It's like Mary. boom, 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 so, literally boom, boom, boom. I mean, he, the insistence. So that's so bizarro. So he married Mary, no kid. Married Janelle, pregnant. Marry another woman. Janelle has a baby, and then Christine has a baby, and then Mary has a baby. Mm-hmm. That's Got it. Got it. Okay. So these are the first three women, his wives, that we are introduced to. Three wives at this point, 12 kids with the 13th on the way, because Christine is pregnant. So Christine at this point has six, going to be six kids. Janelle has six kids. He claims that he, they don't really go into the work a lot, but he's in advertising sales. We don't know what that is, but the opening shot, how we're introduced to Cody, how we are introduced. (laughs) If you have not seen what Cody looks like, everyone needs to pause, Google, have a look. He is full, when I say flowing mane, it's a Blondie-esque, which he is so proud of. Because he's going, losing it all at the front, at the top. So he just keeps it long, just keeps it long. And we see him in a very, very early, even outdated by 2010, baggy suit in his car (laughs) um, with his cell phone clipped to his belt. And he's driving a white (laughs) white convertible Lexus. And when I say I have never seen joy, like I saw on this man's face with a camera pointed in front of him, I tell no lie. This man beamed whenever a camera was put in his face. He is really laying it on thick. Like, and oh, and we didn't say, I had never really seen this show and Pauline has seen it all. Yes, that is actually really important. I had said to Kate before, and we had actually mentioned previous episodes as well, our... um, some of our podcasting heroes, um, June, uh, June Diane Raphael, um, Casey Rose Wilson, Danielle Schneider, they are all part of, um, they, I don't think Danielle actually knows a lot about Sister Wives, but Casey and um, June Diane Raphael, monster fans, monster fans of Sister Wives. And I'd watched it. 
dipped in and out. But Kate, you hadn't seen anything, right? I had seen like one or two episodes. Like I kind of knew the gist, but I I didn't know all the stories or the drama. And I had never Mm. actually sat through a season. So I was watching this first episode and it it read to me like a mockumentary. Yes, that's was it's a very different format if you guys are watching it now have watched later and you've probably forgotten what the first one was it was like it was exactly like that it looked like we were going to see louis thoreau pop up and it was going to be this documentary about this guy with this flowing hair and his three wives and he when when i say because they're talking directly to camera most of the time right so you're right it is like that yeah we see him talk to the talk to the interviewer and i can't even explain how much he's smiling just this camera on him he's look constantly looking in the camera and he's just he's just waiting for a reaction he's ready to become a movie star and they get to the house and the house this was really interesting Mm-hmm. And by the way, if we're going quickly, listeners, we just have to. Otherwise, the show's going to be like 15 hours. We get, to the sh- we get to the house, and the house was actually built by a polygamist. I thought that was so interesting, Kate. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was, th- correct me if I'm wrong, three houses in one, but they had a connecting, a connecting, mm-hmm. something that connected all three of them, essentially, right? Yes. So how it how it's set up is one of the and I don't know which one's where, but one of them is on the lower level of one of the sides and they're all Mm. their own apartments, basically. And then someone's on the upper level above her and then someone else has the whole other side of the house. Yes. And then they, of course, all connect. Yeah. Then they all connect. So it is, you know, instantly as I'm watching this and I see him come out and he does he has his shirt on his tie on his cell phone clip to his um belt and the way he's walking through kissing one wife walking through kissing the other wife kissing the third wife right it reminded me so much of big love which is one of my all-time favorite shows um it's unbelievable if you haven't watched it Kate, have you watched big love no oh i know I sopranos and big love dude i know so I know. big love is essentially this this i got so freaked out watching this um big love is um a man polygamist that has three wives that's in hiding tried to bring on another one it's all the conflict it's superbly written one of the best shows that's ever been created big love is outstanding but it was freaking me out so much I genuinely, I looked up the date that Big Love was released because I thought either, I thought Big Love may have been, may, they may have, I gave them a lot of credit, may have actually seen Cody and thought, based some ideas about it on hey. this show. But what I actually found out is that this was filmed in 2010. Big Love started in 2006 and ended in 2011. So essentially Cody was just completely copying Big Love. Like I realized his mannerisms the way he was speaking to his wives in this first episode i was like that is exactly how bill does it the main character in um in big love how he like picks up a piece of toast and says hi to the wife and kisses her then the camera follows him like even the camera crew then follows him going into the next room kisses the next wife this is my second goes it was so much like big love it really i had to check the date so no cody was just cody had just watched it a lot i think yeah it's very like honey i'm home hey daddy's here hi kids hi kids he's like scruffing their hair a little bit and then moving on moving on he's got so many i mean there's there's 12 right now there's 12 and he's another one on the way 
the smile never left his face. No. If the camera was away for a second, had to draw it back, had mm-hmm. to draw it back. He, I've never honestly seen someone so excited with a camera. Um, you see him, so we get introduced to the three wives, and then how they kind of break it down is they talk to, they go through each of the wives, they have kind of their own segment where they're talking about their lives and their experience. And all I'm going to say is, for someone that knows somewhat where they are in 2022 and watching everything they said and the way they behaved oh oh oh, how in the words of michael scott the turntables have turned i mean it (laughs) honestly they're all just beaming so what's interesting cody's background they call themselves fundamentalist mormons um but cody was brought up more mainstream Mormon. And he said when he went on his mission, he came home and his dad had, quote, converted to, quote, a church that embraced polygamy. It doesn't really specify what that church is, but they, so he came home and he had a couple more mums, essentially, after he came back from his mission. And he liked it so much. He married Mary, first wife, very young. Her dad had five wives, so she was she was brought up in all of this. And I just want to let... We cannot emphasize how it's all this Holly homemaker. It's all just like, oh, you know, he's just so great. And if he's, if you know, it, it, uh, just seeing him, wonderful, like with my other wives, my sister wives, it just makes me so happy and how much he cares about me. Ugh, Cody's always getting up early to see me off to work. He can do no wrong to these women. There isn't a bit of error. And you know what kind of put me on to his real motives Uh was what he said is he, when he came back from the mission, he goes, well, my dad was into it. And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, and then I met Mary and she was the bait. And I was like, you're just a horn dog. (laughs) Well, I'm all I'm going to say is that you noticed that. And I'm sure you also noticed this. As we move on, as soon as a wife gets pregnant or is pregnant, he gets a new wife. Like, you, Janelle was pregnant, he got Christine. Christine was pregnant, and we get introduced to Robin. Like, he, for, I don't know what that's about, but... Uh, like a breeding kink? <laughs> there's something, because there are so many kids. So that was Mary. We go into her, she... um she's going back to university and wants to study and you just see her trying to study and there are just kids everywhere they are everywhere they're all white blonde hair blue eyes exactly how you'd imagine kind of a stereotype of a mormon family and they're everywhere kate they're freaking everywhere and they're screaming all the time constantly and like big love so many of the episodes of big love revolve around cooking because you're trying to feed all these people all the time. I mean, can you um, begin to imagine having all of these people in a house and just thinking about dinner every night? These are the people that need to be extreme couponing. Hey! flag. Yeah, it's the insane. amount of food that they constantly have to cook for all of these, and especially teenagers. I mean, it's just nuts. So Mary kind of talks about, Mary also mentions that her sister had passed away. Um, mm when um and she was part of polygamy as well so she was mary was saying you know i know my uh uh, my sister's sister wives 
um, you know, brought up her children. And she's, she's saying, you know, I'm so happy that I would have that because I love my sister wives and I know they would step in for me. So watching all of this and you see them around dinner. So this is just the first episode. Cody's lit. I mean, we talk about Michael Scott from The Office. He literally is just looking at the camera all the time. Just come, just come follow me over here. Camera, camera. You basically hear him saying mm-hmm. that. And then we get Janelle. Janelle's the second wife. She grew up Mormon, mm-hmm. but not in polygamy. Is that right? Yes, that's right. Okay, got it. And we're introduced to Logan. Now, Kate, I have a lot of thoughts on Logan. Kate had mentioned Logan is the eldest child of this brood. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you have any opinions about Logan at all? Logan is being a father figure to all of these kids. Logan basically wants to be his father. He gave me unsettling vibes. Let me put it that way. He is the man in charge. He's one of those kids that is has been told you're the man of the house when dad leaves and at fir- the first scene you see it's very sweet he gets up early in the morning this is a teenage boy by the way mm-hmm. gets up early in the morning makes breakfast for all of his ki- all of his like younger sisters and and brothers but as these seasons go on i just feel like and i don't know i don't know logan's story what happens to him at the end but i just feel like logan let's calm down he's on one big power trip a bit that's how i feel about logan i may be wrong i haven't watched the okay. rest of the 800 seasons but i'm just like logan calm down that's what i want to say i just want to say calm down dude i mean it, yeah he's one of those kids that's just way too responsible but there was a big part of me that was like well i'm glad someone's freaking helping uh janelle i mean janelle this is what's interesting so we've got we got Janelle, and then we have christine now Everyone works. This is something that's interesting as well, and this wasn't in Big Love. So he has his job where he's like, you know, sometimes <laughs> sometimes I work 60 hours a week, sometimes I have a long weekend, as he's like, practice. I was waiting for him to jump like Knight Rider style through the window of this convertible car just to show how cool he is because <laughs> he was just so impressed with himself. That's the only thing I can say. He was so impressed with himself. Mm -hmm. And he says, I work that. Now, Mary was going back to university, but also has a job, but it's not, I didn't write down what she does. I'm not, did you know? Um, I know she, she's studying because she wants to work with at-risk teens. Yeah. It was kind of unclear what her job is now, though. Unclear, but yeah, but I think she was working. Janelle works, which is insane. This woman, she has six children, and she says so she leaves for work at 6.15 a.m. And usually comes home at 7 p.m. I'm like, holy shit. That is a long, long day yeah. with six kids. Six kids plus she, all the other kids. Right. But she kind of tells us that she likes it that way. Janelle loves yeah. to work. She likes to get out of the house. It gives her a sense of self uh, yes. to really pay attention yeah. to her career. Yes, that's true. And that was great. I know she definitely emphasized quite a lot how much she liked being out of the house. I'll say she that. Did. It she was did. A lot of, that was a lot of repetition on that one. Yep. Then we have Christine. Now, Christine's an interesting one. Mm-hmm. She said she was brought up in polygamy, I believe. Yes. And she said she always wanted to be a sister. She always wanted a sister wife. She goes, I never wanted a man. I wanted, well, I guess it, <laughs> well, the man wasn't important. I wanted to, I didn't want just the man. Let's say that. I wanted yeah. sister wives. And she's very, she gets very specific, which I think is so telling. She says, I always wanted to be a third, 
she goes i didn't want to be a first quote because i didn't want to be alone with a man (laughs) and she goes i didn't want to be the second because i'm kind of in the middle so i wanted to be the third so i can just come in and i think what she was saying is she wanted to be like the last and latest fling essentially to get most of the attention Right. She said it'd be the easiest. Like she didn't, she didn't want to have to deal with someone coming in and stealing her shine, you know? So. Well, (laughs) that's some news for you, Christine in 2010. Um, yeah, she said that and she, um, so she stays at home. She looks after these monstrous amount of kids and they, I was like waiting for them to say homeschooling, but they said they used to homeschool. Now they go to, and this was really interesting. They go to a school and I was like, okay, and he says it's a private school. And I was like, okay. But it's a school just for polygamists. And they don't even get a proper education because he says at the end of it, they need to do a GED. Now, right. I'm not familiar. A GED is something that if you don't graduate high school, is another exam you take or something. Is that right? Right. So if you're like a high school dropout, you can, I think you have to, I don't know if it's a course, a short course or something. It's basically you're going and proving that like, you are at a 12th grader level of knowledge and you're graduating so they go to school for 12 years but Mm -hmm. they don't actually get any qualification that that's worth anything they have to then go and get a ged it was really weird did you do you remember that scene with uh god it's gonna be so hard to pick which of the kids kids. one of the daughters the daughter wanted one of the only daughter yes Mariah. mariah mariah So he's having this conversation with Mariah for just a quick second. You know, he stops to talk to the kids. So busy, so busy. So busy and so many business trips. And so he stops and he's, she's like, I don't like, I don't want to go to public school. I want to stay at the private school. And he's like, well, are you going to go to college? What do you want to do? And she says that she wants to be in the Air Force. She wants to go to med school at the Naval Academy. Naval. yes. And he pretty much laughs in her face. Not really. But he's like, he doesn't laugh, but he's like, well, you need to go to public school because you ain't getting in without a high school diploma. Because they're in a school that doesn't give them any qualifications. Yeah. I'm like, why? I mean, it's a sense of community, but... He's That's... like, you're not good. He's like, they're not, uh, they're not going to accept. Um, he's, they go, they're not going to want you from that school. You're going to have a GED. They're not going to accept you with the GED. And I just say, what is the point of them going there? What is, you may, I, I didn't get that at all. They wanted their kids to be surrounded by like-minded people and they wanted to shield them from getting teased by the public school well. kids. That's what they're kind of saying anyways. Yeah, but, I guess so. Yeah. So we go through all three of these. Now, I, as I say with this podcast, I think I do, a, I think some of these shows give me a lot of self-reflection. Now, one of the things <laughs> I realized about myself is I'm very easily influenced. I mean, when it comes to, I'm a loud mouth, extremely opinionated, if you have not already realized. Um, but I watch some TV shows and I go, oh, that's so amazing. I want to do that. I shit you not, as annoying as all these people were, halfway through it, I was like, maybe I want to be a polygamist. Because they make it, and I'm going to tell you why. They're, I didn't grow up in a big family, okay? Mm-hmm. I was pretty, pretty, I, I have a sibling, but I was pretty much ended up being an only child. So when I see, like, loads of family around, and you can go and play with sisters that are your same age, and brothers that are your same age, you always have someone at school that has your back, you have four parents i'm just like this honestly i was looking at it going 
I think I might, I might explore that. I was thinking, are there any polygamy websites that I can go to <laughs> and see if this is something for me? Because um, yeah. I love men. I love them. And I'm not one of those women that are like, oh, I want to break from my husband because he's just so annoying. All of that bullshit. I'm not. But to share him, it would always be exciting. I would imagine, well, I guess I've watched the rest of these series. <laughs> you know what? I really, I'm talking about how I was in the moment. Let's just put me in yeah. the moment watching well, this. Well, you I have like, those moments because they bring up these yeah. points all the time because they're trying to defend their lifestyle to America pretty much. And right. So they're, they're always, you know, on, well, once they, we'll get to that. But um, they're, they're telling you all the best parts, of course, because they don't want you to judge them yeah and when we were watching seeking sister wives i mean there were many many dead-eyed people in that show i mean it basically consisted of dead-eyed people but um in very very in desert barren play it was just a lot that show anyway go back and listen to that episode seeking sister wives but with this i think that um uh lost my train of thought yeah no i think with this there was just a level of I kind of got it. I was like, I get it because you have all this support. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, um, as I said, and I'm going to try not to rant about this a little bit later, but it's just, it's just love. If all of these adults are completely in love, these children have multiple parents that are in stable relationships there. How can any, that is such a wonderful, wonderful thing. And, I, I just was looking at this and I really by the I think this episode was like 43 minutes and by episode by minute 38 I was like I'm in I was like I'm <laughs> gonna become a polygamist I was already I was already I was like does match.com have a polygamist section I don't know but I I really am considering it at watching this episode right and then we carried on they're giving so us the, the hard sell here they really are and and i just sorry before we go on to the i I do just want to emphasize in this the reason this was such a big deal and it genuinely was in these people's lives Mm -hmm. as well as for television Mm -hmm. was that they had not exposed themselves as polygamists so these people were living their lives completely in secrecy Mm -hmm. and they put a tv crew in there and then put it on national television yeah, and it's, yeah, I had to keep reminding myself of how, yeah. like, wild huge. this was at the time. Huge. For sure. And you have someone like Cody, who is basically part Labrador, and yes. then he also is just so excited to not be hiding himself anymore, I think. Yes. Like, he's very enthusiastic to, like, show off his situation and kind of, like, be a yeah. cool guy. So, um yeah it it was very it it honestly was a i think that's the word groundbreaking it really really was we can't take it away from um the labrador and his wives it was like it it, this this was and what and this is what i'm going to say i'm not going to rant about i'm just going to mention it again and kate you may actually have an answer for me on this because needless to say uh i didn't do any research on this but they i know state by state laws are different and i've gone off on this on seeking sister wives in utah it's different because the um the mainstream lds um latter-day saints the mormons Mm -hmm. are anti-polygamy and they are very very vocal about it and they run utah okay 
and polygamy is illegal in the state of Utah, which I'm sure it's illegal in many other states. However, the question I came across time and time and time again, (laughs) polygamy is not the same as bigamy. Bigamy is legal marriage with multiple people. None of these marriages are legal apart from the first one. He's simply calling two other women his wives and they had a party to kind of seal that union. But there's only one legal marriage. Why would he be in trouble for that? Because they're cohabitating and he's with the other two. But what about someone that has... But that... But that's... But, okay, so um, I'm married and I am living with two other men and I'm having sex with them. That's illegal. That's n- I We should get a lawyer on. We really should because <laughs> I, I need someone to explain this to me. It's not bigamy. He's not married to these other women in the eyes of the law. So how is there a legislation to him being arrested for this behavior? He simply has a wife and two girlfriends. Basically, I, I'm trying. I'm searching through my pages and pages of notes because I, I wrote about this. Uh, oh, good. Once the, I cannot get my head around it. Um, I know that state by state there are random laws and different laws. So if you're saying that, then let's just say in the state of Utah, if someone had they didn't call themselves polygamists, but they were married, and then they had two other people living in the house that they had sex with, that's also illegal. But they're not polygamists, they're not Mormons, they're not anything. They're just they're atheists that um, have one legal marriage and have two other people in the house that they have sex with. Is that illegal? Like an open I, relationship, basically? Exactly. Yeah. It's... Not that I know of. <laughs> right, so it doesn't, none of this makes sense to me. None of it. He is not getting legal documents to marry Christine, the third wife. He just had right. a party in the garden to marry her but it's not legal so it's not a marriage we'll have to get a lawyer yeah we like i said i will go on about that but if anyone has the answers please please email us because i'm so confused by it anyway i'll just um, sound stupid if i try to explain uh, someone yeah someone please please um uh i'm I'm sure there are many lawyers that are (laughs) dying to get onto this podcast to explain to us um the legality of it so i i will work on that um so anyway this is the first episode kate so we're introduced to the wives we're introduced to these ton of kids um, how he is just this great father. They do family prayer every night. Um, they have these big, so much fun dinners. And, um, you know, he says goodbye to the wives that leave early in the morning. He's just, everything's great. Christine's pregnant. They're so excited. They're going to call her truly, truly brown. Um, and um, then we're introduced to someone else, Kate, in season one. The big announcement. The big announcement, Kate. So they leave off the pilot episode by teasing this big announcement and then, um, or maybe they just tell them and then they cut off the episode or something. But Mm -hmm. anyways, they gather all of the kids into this living room and they announce that daddy is courting that nice lady Robin that you've all met. Yeah, she's going to be your new mommy. 
they are going to go from 13 to 21 people in the house. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Robin is 30, <laughs> and she has three kids. So, he makes this announcement. Of course, he's doting wives, just smiling up at him, and I'm like, Christine is so pissed. Christine <laughs> has got to be fucking livid she was the third for the reason that she wanted to be that last wife and now robin comes along and she's 30 and she's moving in so we find just to add salt into christine's wounds robin lives a five hour drive away okay five hours away they said four and then they clarified it's actually five hours drive right and what cody does is because he's courting her he leaves <laughs> He leaves his 13 kids, his, his uh, three wives, one of which is about to give birth, drives five hours to go on dates with his new girlfriend <laughs> because it's important. Love should not be divided. It should be multiplied. Out of the words of Cody Brown. Five yeah. hours. Five hours. He's gone a lot. So we kind of get this announcement and then we get all of the reactions from the wives and the Mm -hmm. older kids and stuff. And something, if you've never seen this show, a big part of it is the couch talk, like the couch interviews. Yes, yes, yes. So they will have the scenes and then the, so to speak, the confessional is them just sitting on a couch together chatting Yes. And so the ladies are chatting about it, and um, Janelle is like, oh, I feel good about it. And Mm -hmm. Mary's like, oh, I'm feeling kind of jealous, but, like, trying to be positive. And Christine is like, I just don't want to rock the boat. It's not that I'm jealous that she's young and beautiful and thin. I just don't want to rock the boat. The emphasis of all of them, not jealous because she's thin, not jealous because she's young, the lady doth protest too much. That's all we can say there because it was repeated multiple times. And by the way, can we just also talk about the money? Because they say that is like the second question they get asked. Because of course, the first one is, do you all sleep together? And of course, we will just emphasize and clarify, no, what Cody does, each of them have their own bedrooms and he goes to one to the other and rotates. So he says, the second one is, how does he have the money? Because the amount it costs for the house, for the food just clothing 13 kids and he just keeps on having them keeps on having them um and i mean all of them work apart from christine and now they're adding four more people in it's massive and robin doesn't work so you see janelle is the one that her she just constantly kept repeating this phrase our finances are finite did you mm-hmm. notice that she oh, kept yeah. saying that phrase yes our finances are finite she admitted as well that they kind of look at month to month paying their bills with all of those kids it's like but never stop thinking about having kids obviously keep having them keep having them right and starting weird businesses but we'll get there oh so yeah christine okay so robin's moving in but there's no room in this this connected house of course because there's a million people there so they move robin into her own separate house (laughs) that is a block away from the main house yeah and um that's kind of episode three um Mm -hmm. episode four christine is getting induced into labor because she's a week overdue yeah um, Do, and now she want this was going to be Cody's 13th kid and it was born on the 13th 
And mm-hmm. while there's a great scene, Kate, that uh, we'll just tell our listeners about, Christine is lying in the hospital. Um, she's been induced, so just waiting for it all to kind of work, I guess, however however that all works. <laughs> and she's about to give birth. And there's a doctor to her left, and there's Cody, her doting husband, to her right. And as she's just preparing to have a human being come out of her vagina... Um, Cody goes to the doctor. So, do you know any good IVF doctors for my other wife? And the doctor is like, "You want to talk about this now? When she's about to give birth?" He was about to. He just wanted to say, "You are the biggest asshole with the worst hair I have ever seen." It. I was in disbelief. I think the doctor was beyond shocked. He, he oh, was yeah. just like, it, it, is this the right time? And he's like, ha, 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 ha. look to camera, look to camera. <laughs> it's really bad. It's cringe. Um, and so she has the baby and everyone like comes, there's tons of people that come to the hospital um, and they're all super, super happy. Um, and we have Robin in her new house um, that's all her own. And then the, we- when do we get to the wedding? Um, well, let's see. We is have this Cody. All the first season. This is all first. Se- yeah, so we have Cody and Mary's twentieth wedding anniversary. Oh, yeah, um, they go away, right? They go to Mexico. I think so. And then the girls buy Robin the cheapest ring they can find at the jewelry yes. store. <laughs> yes, they said we all have the same ring, so uh, we wanted to get her one. Um, oh, this is cheap. And Janelle just goes in her confessional. She's like, "Yeah, finances are finite." <laughs> <laughs> We get it. Janelle. I'm going to start saying we that to people. Finances are fine. Yeah, exactly. Can, can hey, you um, go to the bars this weekend? Yeah. Uh, can't. Finances are finite. Kate, uh, it's your round. Can you go up and get the drinks? I'm sorry. Finances are finite. Just... Ooh, I'd love to. I'd love to. But you know what? I can't because finances are finite. Um, hashtag. So we, hashtag. <laughs> so we seal this, and then we get to the wedding, right? Is that kind of everything up to the wedding? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. we get to Robin's wedding, and she's got like seventeen kids in her house, so she's getting ready for her own wedding. It was so annoying, and and she goes to do this um, bridal, uh, getting her her dress for the wedding, mm-hmm. and she goes with the other wives. Um, who I think repeated multiple times. We're not jealous that she's them. Um, and was, she, anyway, she picked it. They were like, oh, this is good. This is good. This is good. And in the confessional, they're like, you know, but she didn't pick anything. And then Cody thinks it's great in the confessional to say, um, well, actually, we've got a little bit surprised. And the other wife's like, what? And he goes, um, you know, I actually already picked Robin her dress. And they were so pissed off. I think it was Mary that got out, got up and walked out. Or was it Christine? No, it was, I think it was Christine. I missed that moment. I must have yeah. been refilling my she, drink. I, no, I think you were fast forwarding trying to just get to the <laughs> end of all this. But, and um, that. She, and that. But yeah, she was really, really upset. She's like, why would you do that? We spent all the time with her and you like hid that. And he was really smug and like really happy about it. That and is super like, annoying. Why would you do that? And then... Um, then the wedding happens. She wrangles all these kids in a car, Robin. She gets, oh, and then they put the wrong address on the invite, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> but anyway, um, they don't film the ceremony because they say that's private. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see her change into just this brown. 
brown dress um, and go and uh, take a photo because she's like, we wanted a photo of all of us in the same brown dress. Um, and then she changes into her wedding dress, I guess, or reception dress, whatever. Um, and they have a big party and then we kind of see, you know, um, Robin saying, I wanted Cody to have some time with Mary just to say goodbye before we went on our honeymoon. And um, then Mary comes over and hugs her and it's all really emotional. And you're just like, see, see, all of this will work out. And no one's jealous because she's young and thin, right? <laughs> Let's go to season two. Let's go on. All right. So this season one dropped and the cat's out of the bag. So they, in the season two premiere, are going to New York City to go on the Today Show and talk about their lifestyle to Meredith, what's her name? Oh, yeah, exactly. I don't know. Meredith, I know. Yeah. And they go, I didn't... they're on mm-hmm. the circuit too. They go on like three shows. They're talking to Joe ba- Joy Behar and. Oh, yeah. It's Cody. Of course he is. Any email that came into his inbox, he's like, we're going. Pack everyone up. We're going. They they are just loving New York City. You know, it's it's very like leaving Amish vibes, you know, where they're oh, like, yeah. ooh, the big city, you know? Yeah. yeah. And um, that's kind of that. And then they're back home and yeah to there well and all the shit hit the fan i mean they had been exposed so they had so we open it up with them going to wyoming um and they're going they say technically escaping to wyoming because they have press at their door the lehigh police which is an area of utah apparently have started a criminal investigation into them um being polygamists and they just they basically decide we can't stay here because we're getting hounded out of utah um it was very very serious they were they thought that it got they said it the investigation ended up getting passed on to the da and i'm just thinking once again the same questions we'll get the lawyer to answer them but what was going on with this this was serious they had police cars up and down their street all the press they'd lost their jobs by the way all of them ended up losing their jobs because they decide to move to a place that, you know, it's somewhere that I think 99% of the population would say would be surprised that people actually live in this city. And what city did they decide to move to, Kate? Vegas, baby. They decided to move to Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, because it's lawless, essentially, <laughs> because it's just completely lawless and it's a desert. And nobody really wants to go like the majority Mm -hmm. of them don't want to go they want to escape all of this but they love utah the house that they'd been in for the longest time but it was all because of fame it was because they put themselves out there they exposed their lifestyle and they had to go so what we see is actually i actually found it quite interesting but um they said it was getting so bad that they moved the day they told everyone that they were leaving um is this the scene where they told them literally like the night before they were moving to Vegas? The teenagers no. knew and then yes. they told all the younger kids like they were like, we're moving to Las Vegas, Nevada That's in that. three days. And the kids were just gobsmacked. They were like, what? They were like, their bawling. Whole, their yeah. whole world just got completely turned upside down. 
I mean, it was really, it was really awful. And then the teenagers were like, I don't want to go. No. I don't want to go. I don't know anyone. And they were being shoved into public school in Las Vegas. <laughs> so I, I can't, from their sheltered lives at this religious um, polygamous school in Utah, they were going to a high school in Vegas. Dude. I just had so much empathy for these kids. They were all crying. And he's just like, look, we go one, we go all. Like, it is the entire family. And then they have to pack. Now, basically, Sister Wives could also just be known as the packing show. (laughs) They are constantly packing boxes and moving. They are. We saw Robin from her place, which was five hours away. They never specified exactly where that was moving packing everything up moving to utah she's barely unpacked the last box (laughs) pack it all up we're going to vegas so you then see them in this mad rush he's it was a saturday night they that was it It was a saturday night that they told the younger children we're going and we're leaving on monday morning Mm -hmm. and it was saturday night and you could see it was dark outside every single kid was in their room having to pack up their entire life the adults were trying to pack. Robin was crying. She's like, I thought I'd finally settled. Now I have to move. It was it was a mess. And can you begin to imagine trying to pack up these houses? I had so much anxiety watching it, Kate. Oh I, no. Hell oh no. And we God. find out we find out later they had to leave a ton of shit behind. And so they yeah. send a couple of them back to go get the rest of the furniture and stuff. Like they just have so much shit. Because there's so many people, but they were lucky because they said they have tons of family there. Like, they're very right. lucky. They had a ton of family, and that they had animals as well, and the animals were with the family, and then they were going to bring them to, to Vegas. But you see them packing, so it's like through Saturday night, the cameras are just following all these people crying and being like, come on, we've got to just pack these bags. And they were packing these bags and these boxes, and the next day on Sunday, it was it was Robin's kid from her previous marriage's birthday, and the poor kid, like, got a little bit of a party, but the whole stress was like, we need to pack this entire house and all of our lives up for tomorrow morning. Then they, the rental that they had, because remember, they also have to find houses mm-hmm. to house all these people in Vegas. So he had wanted, they, he wanted a house that was going to be, you know, have basically four separate houses all together, and there, or just one monstrous one. And of course, he couldn't couldn't find it, or he had one, and then it did, it fell through, whatever. They found a rental that was going to be um, available on Tuesday morning. So he's like, you know what? Let's just go Tuesday morning. So they're packing up on Monday, and then they find out that his case has gone through to the DA, and he's like, all right, everyone out. So they literally just get what they have. They shove it in a trailer in multiple cars. All these kids get in the car, and then the weirdest like set of circumstances happen. I did think this was really strange, Kate. Yeah, yeah. They drive out, and they are about, I think they said about 10 miles out, and they all have to pull over because Robin is driving um, Cool Guy Cody's um, white uh, sports car, Lexus Mm -hmm. sports car, and a tire's gone, right? So they go, oh, shit, we need to replace it. And then he, hang on, what happened with this tire? He did replace it, or he didn't? He had to go and buy one. That's it. He had to go, it was also Martin Luther weekend, so everything was shut. It was a Monday on a bank holiday, and he had to go and buy a car, uh, sorry, buy a, buy a um, tire. He went to the last place that was open in town, 
and it was just about to close and he got one it wasn't the right size but he thought i'm just going to put it on anyway it'll work he puts it on everyone gets back in their cars they start driving 10 minutes later i think it's janelle pulls over her tire's gone completely shredded and then he tries he decides to then put on a they didn't have a spare so they get a spare from another car put it on her car they drive again and one the other third car has a spare has a has a tire that blows and they're at the side of the road on the third first tire and he's taking off the lug nuts and they all break it was bizarre i would lose my shit at that point if it was it was they'd they'd spent three hours three cars had got um had had tires blow it was just the weirdest set of circumstances and he's like is this god telling me i need to go back he's like until i audibly hear god talking to me it isn't i'm gonna persevere and then we had a great idea and then you're like oh something really great happened he's like there's a motel we can just stay here until tomorrow and i was like oh is that it that's that's the great idea okay okay uh okay so then they stay overnight and they drive they finally get to vegas and they are in they're in their rental cave mm-hmm. and they go in and it's smaller and they have 30 days in this house to find these four houses so then we start the search for these houses right yeah so i wrote in my notes at this point i said i have these moments where i stop and realize that this is someone's real life and not a movie i know <laughs> i know I really would get lost in it and feel like I was watching a fictional thing. And then I would just like pull myself out and be like, these are real ass people. And this is their life. It's so wild. It is. So, Uh, I mean, as again, like Kate and I watch these TLC shows and just go, we must have really boring lives (laughs) compared to the majority of these people. Honestly. So, uh, yeah, they, they have this vacation home. The kids... It's interesting because you have you have the different sets of the ages. Like there's like three tiers. It's like the teenagers, mm-hmm. and then you have the like five to twelve year olds or whatever, and then you have the babies. Yeah, and yeah. so the little kids are just like, this is a fun adventure. Like, ooh, yeah. there's a hot tub. Like they're having the time of their lives. The teenagers are just like so surly and just oh, this is right. so fucked up. And then. Um, they they don't find a house until four days before school oh starts. God. The stress. I can't, I, I, the God. first day of school is the same day that they're moving Robin into her house. Yes. She got that first house because um, she, her and her kids had moved so much. They were mm-hmm. like, let's get Robin settled. Yeah. Yeah. And then... Um, also, this episode, Cody and Robin are telling us that they're really anxious to have a kid together. They're like, I know. they're like, it's I been know. ten months and we haven't had a kid yet. I d- okay, none of them have jobs. They <laughs> emphasize that all of them left their jobs yeah. because of the the show being exposed and the fact that they had to leave Utah. It's infuriating. It's all in the same episode too. They're like, we let's let's get pregnant, let's get pregnant. And then like five minutes later they're sitting around a table or on the couch or whatever, just talking about money and oh, I have to pay rent on four houses and um 
you know, we all lost our jobs because we had to move. And then Janelle mentions that they might use retirement money to start a family business, oh, but they don't, no. they don't know what to do. They just have this vague idea vague business. of just starting a business. a business and just yeah. being business people and having <laughs> meetings yeah. and Very mergers. Very <laughs> international lifestyle brand and the and the finances will not be finite that's their (gasps) dream yes so janelle gets her home next Mm -hmm. and janelle Mm, she makes me sad because she she gets her home next and she's telling the others i just feel bad i feel bad that i'm getting a house that i really like and they're all just like that's okay like you should get a house She's an odd character, and her character development over the next 800 seasons that we're going to watch, it's its a lot. Um, you know, she is physically uh, the biggest of all of them, right? Mm-hmm. And that plays, a, I mentioned that because it plays a lot into her insecurity, especially mm-hmm. with her husband. And then, of course, once again, quote, she's not jealous that Robin's young and thin. So, you know, you have her in as well. So... Her weight actually plays a lot um, in these series because she, yeah, yeah. She was the second wife, right? Yeah, second wife. She had six kids, and the fact that she's not working was big for her. And we see that in Nevada. She's saying, you know, I once, I just love to be out the house. I just love to be out the house, and I can't be out the house. (laughs) She's like, get me out of here. Yeah, she Uh, can't be home. uh, And then. Oh, I wrote this down. McKelty. The names. Is getting... I felt so bad for these teenagers because they would get chastised by five adults about everything. And so McKelty's wearing a tank top, like one of those camis. Yes. And they all keep telling her that it's too revealing. And you can't even see anything, just like a little bit of her clavicle. And they're like, you're showing too much skin. I don't want to see that much skin on you. That's really true. I forgot about that scene. It was really uh, strange because you do notice throughout it they they actually didn't approach they didn't really breach the subject in season one about their modesty levels. Like there was a lot more I kind of wanted to see, and maybe they'll get into it because there are sixteen seasons. But um, they say you know you notice that all the women are wearing that horrible like short sleeves and then a long sleeve underneath, mm-hmm. and you're just kind of and they're always covered. You know if it's a V neck, they have like a, a thing underneath to to so it's not um Mm -hmm. showing anything but this girl was wearing and it was very very early 2000s she was wearing like baggy jeans or bell jeans or whatever and she had this camisole top i guess it was skin tight but that's what they are but it came up to well over her cleavage this teenage girl and well well over her cleavage and she had a cardigan over her top she wasn't showing her even her arms and that mary goes you need to go and put on some proper clothes change your shirt yeah and then they have all these outdated gendered things that they're putting in these girls head too because then she goes to change the shirt and freaking robin's in there being like you just don't realize that you're sending a huge message to boys when you dress like this i didn't see that and she goes, girls don't get it. They just don't get it. I think sometimes they even get married and they still don't get it. And okay, my job dropped. I was I like, did wow. not see that. Yeah. Oh, so. 
Kate. So, so toxic. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. You know what I realized, Kate? We should probably give our listeners a little bit of a break. Yeah. Because it's... we're going to head into, we're going to go, we're in season two. We have a little bit more of that. Then we'll go into three and four. Mm-hmm. Um, so why don't we go and refresh our drinks and we will be right back. Yeah. I'm going to go check my finances. Finite. Hello, it's Pauline here and I am jumping into the middle of the convo very quickly to first of all thank you all for listening and supporting us on our podcast journey so far. And to let you know, um, we have a new segment we're preparing for ongoing poddy episodes. We have a call to action to anyone listening that can become one of our agents in the field. In future episodes, we will be including stories and tales sent in by you, our dear listeners, to give us the inside scoop. If you or anyone you know of has been on a TLC show, worked on a TLC show, has been a long-suffering PA on a TLC show, or has just any kind of insight and knowledge of what goes on behind the scenes, we want to hear from you. All submissions will be kept completely anonymous. Just email us at tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com. You're amazing. And back to the show. All right. We are back. So, Kate... Take us through the rest of season two. What else happens in season two? Okay, so they are slowly getting houses. Um, Christine gets a huge house, which is fair. She has seven Mm -hmm. kids or whatever. Uh, Mary and Robin go back to Utah Utah to go get the rest of their stuff and their pets, which they left with relatives, I guess. Relatives, yeah, they did. So that's good. Um, And then Mary and Robin... Uh, talk about their relationship and Mary talks about feeling obsolete when Uh, Robin entered the picture okay and this part made me crack up because she's in her confessional Mary and Mm. she's like or no 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 she's just saying this directly to her you know I think a lot of people might have said that you might be like a homewrecker or they might view you as a mistress. <laughs> I swear she was like one inch from that. saying whore. Yeah. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. And then she ends it and she's like, but, but you're not. <laughs> oh, that's a very housewife things to do. You know, I've heard terrible, terrible things about what an awful human being you are, but you know, I decided not to believe them. It is such a housewife. It really is. Totally. And, and so, Robin's pregnant. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. That? Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, kind Aww. of the end of this season is um, Cody and Robin are keeping it a secret. It's their little secret. She's pregnant. Aww. And Cody is just glowing. He is so much more lit up with her than he is the otherwise at this I point. I know. He it's really so is. obvious. He really, really is so in love with her. He's so in love with her as opposed to the other three. And then, yeah, the only other thing I went to talk about was oh they're settling in do you remember the part where they're they're settling into their neighborhood because they all get houses right by each other mm-hmm. and they're meeting all these folks that live around them the block party yeah the block part yeah the block party and robin in this really coded language is basically saying she thinks she lives in a bad neighborhood because it's like yes. more diverse yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I caught that. She's like, and I wouldn't judge any of them, so I hope they wouldn't judge me. And we're like, you're judging. We know what's going on here. We like, know what's going on here, just, white girl from Utah. We know what's going on. 
I come from a place where everyone's like these people. They're not all Mormons. It's a big, scary city. I'm like, okay, <laughs> just say it. Just come on, we're waiting it. for it. We're waiting for it. Yeah, I know. And so she's pregnant. They're all so happy. I'm sorry, none of you have jobs. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, I just that TLC money can't be that. I, so then. They we go into season three, mm. and it's basically just all Robin's pregnancy, right? It's a lot about that. Mm. Everyone is so excited. Like, oh, oh. Oh, <laughs> Robin is the star of the show here, and they're all just kind of like, Yay! She's always crying, by the way. She's crying for two reasons she cries because she just loves everyone so much. Or she's crying because I just didn't think you liked me or accepted me. That's the two things she's constantly crying about. And it's like, look, let's just lay all our cards on the table here, really. Of course they didn't want you to join the family. Cody wanted you because you were young and thin and he thinks you're pretty. And he wanted something new. Yeah, so the wives didn't want you there. (laughs) Let's just be real about all of it. Because that's what it is. Yeah, I really wish they would get super... They have these moments of being real. Yeah. But they also have a lot of fake moments where, like... Because Robin is like, I just thought I should go over to Mary's house before I told anyone else. Because, you know, Mary's the poor, infertile one with only one child. So I thought I should go tell her. Legit. And she is... And when she tells her, she's like, oh... You're not angry, are you? I was so nervous in case you'd be angry. I would have slapped her. I don't know how Mary dealt with this. She's like, I'm fine. I'm really happy for you. She goes, but I was just so worried because remember, you can only you can't have kids anymore because you're too old and infertile. You know, I was just why you know I just wanted to make sure that you weren't upset because of that. Jeez, dude. And they bring so calculating, so so calculating. And the the amount of times also that they bring up their um pregnancies that i'll just say like didn't work out didn't uh mm-hmm. weren't mm-hmm. viable um that is brought up so much and i'm like yeah. how many times are they i just felt like tlc just kept making these women talk about this stuff that really bothers them over and over and yeah over. yeah they definitely well, well with I mean, mary TLC's anyway mary definitely because tlc look they know what buttons to push to get the reactions and this is why it's been on for 16 seasons yeah tlc's going in there getting mary to the side and being like uh i heard robin said some really bad shit about you so why don't you uh why don't you just think about that when we're doing the confessional hey 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 janelle come over here come over here so god can you believe what mary said about you what huh okay let's do a confessional and so they just want to stir this shit up they really do they want to stir it all up get the reaction uh season three okay so we're seeing her she's pregnant they real estate kate is this where they decide oh guess what we should probably get jobs yeah they're like oh how can we generate income and have a flexible job where Mm. we can be home with kids a lot and we can do this and that and cover for each other and so they're like oh duh we'll go to our realtor mona ricky Mona Ricky. Mona Ricky. She pops up a lot. And 
they're like, Mona, we need jobs. And she's like, well, you can come and help me with a showing. I have a viewing that I need to get set up. And so it's Cody and Christine and Janelle, I think. And they're going and they're just like putting signs in the lawn. And then they have to hang this banner to the house. And they're just, Cody is so erratic and strange. So yeah. they can't reach it. And he's like, Christine, get on my shoulders. And oh, she's like falling off his shoulders. And the real estate agent's just watching them like, who are these people? Disasters. Yeah. Disasters. So they're they're trying to get their careers going, I guess. Um, there's a lot of talk about sex talk with the teens and who are you going to hang out with? They're just very, very controlling about who will be in our kids' lives. Like, Okay. Okay, because they definitely at the beginning, Cody and the three wives were very eager to push the narrative of we don't we are not telling our children that they need to be um, uh, polygamists. They can uh, love whoever they want to love. They can have religion or be complete atheists as long as they're happy and productive members of society. That's all we care about. Thank you. Yes. I was thinking that this whole time. I'm like. What happened to the loosey-goosey, we're cool with everything attitude? Because by the time you get to this season, the kids are getting older. They're like juniors, seniors in high school. And it is very much, uh, well, we want them to go to a youth group. But it ugh, it can't be with a religion that's only slightly different than ours. Yeah. Because we don't yeah. know if those are good people and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And the then Nevada they, came out in them. Oh, really came out. Big time. And then the sex talk is awful. Cody flat out says, you can't have romantic or sexual experiences in high school. And then he says, okay. we are all involved in your romantic decisions. Oh, all right. All right, Cody. I mean, is that because you want to be involved in who your sons are dating in case you want that one for yourself? I mean, is that oh. what's going on, Cody? Because I wouldn't be surprised. Isn't the age of consent in Nevada like 12? I mean, I'm, like, I'm, I'm being facetious. But, like, you, he needs to get a job, Cody. Why don't you go and get a job, figure out what's going on with all of these, figure out the fact that your teenagers don't even want to be there anymore. They don't want to be in Nevada. They all want to be back in Utah. You've uprooted all of these lives and these kids keep coming they keep coming you're raising kids constantly more and more and more these women are exhausted just trying to keep up with all of this i can't i mean that's i mean trust me by this point i definitely decided i didn't want to be um a polygamist (laughs) but um i uh it was emphasized at this point it was definitely emphasized by now i'm like oh no i'm so glad i changed my mind at minute one of episode two i'm so glad i changed my mind came to your senses very very fickle like that i'll go back and forth back and forth (laughs) so then uh let's see they go to the furniture store because they're all just living with like using a box as a nightstand and they don't have bed frames and it's been months and months and months. And so he's like, okay, we scraped enough money to go to a secondhand store, which I love secondhand stores. So no shade, but like, yeah, they got enough money for each of the wives to have one room in their house made over and get furniture. (laughs) And I'm like, well, I guess that's something. And so then they, they go, they meet this really delightful salesman, uh, Theo, mm-hmm. and he makes a second appearance actually, and then um, they're oh 
and also just quick note that when they're talking about business before real estate, Mm -hmm. Cody tells Janelle that he's like, you and me, we just have the vibe. Like we're just like two guys. I was like, I'm so sorry, but did he just call Janelle his bro? Is that what he said? Yes. He goes, I feel like we're just like two guys and he, he fist bumps her or something. And I was like, oh, oh they haven't had sex for years. years. I'll tell you that. Years. They, or the beginning of this show when I wanted to be um, a polygamist, they, it was all like, oh, we're so in love. We're just all touchy-feely. And, oh, we're in a can't wait for each night with our man. Can't wait for Yeah, right. Janelle hasn't had sex with him in probably a decade. His interactions, with, he will like pat, he'll wrap his arm around and kind of pat her on the shoulder. Yeah. And then yeah. he'll peck her like she's his grandma or something yeah very i can't believe he said that yeah so do they are these houses bought by the way that they're in nevada are they renting them they're renting okay got it and then are they looking at this point they were looking for a plot of land or something right yeah okay i didn't explain this very well so the they find these rentals and they're like two of them are like a block from each other or something and then there's one that's a few blocks away and then there's one I think it's Mary's that's a mile away, which drives Cody nuts because he doesn't have Mary under his thumb, you know? Yeah. And um, Mary's like, I don't know. I kind of like it, you know? She says that a lot. She's she's like, like, because she only has one child, you see. And Mariah, who has grown up, so she's pretty much on her own all the time. She's like, I love it. Yeah. She doesn't have to listen to a bunch of kids screaming constantly Mm -hmm. and boys punching each other in the face and mm-hmm. yeah it's mm-hmm. complete chaos all the time so they're yep. renting these four houses that are near each other but cody is obsessed with the fact that they all need to be like really close together like right next yes. to each other or yes. in one humongous house or something because yeah. the dynamic is off and all this stuff so then there's a random episode where they go back to Cody's hometown where he basically hosts a meet and greet with his old high school friends. Yeah, that was that was uncomfortable. Ugh, God, all these people, yeah. I don't want to see any of that. It was, all white. was that Wyoming? I don't remember. And then, I wonder what, what Wyoming's been. Have you ever been to Wyoming? No. What I is think in it, Wyoming? Uh, not a lot. It's like a lot of open land like Man. the wild west i don't know is that where kanye west bought that massive ranch wyoming yeah it it's like yeah it's like ranches and stuff yeah and horses yeah. and yeah it's supposed to be really yeah. beautiful I would, i'm sure but, yeah. it is really beautiful if you're from wyoming um we will ask you to uh, be able to come and stay at your house because i want to see wyoming and please listeners remember wherever you're from we can see it in our stats so that means kate and i just go another country tick and somewhere else and actually this is a good time to say we have a new listener, Kate. I don't know if you checked the stats today uh, from a new country. We do. Where? I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you a guess, and I'm going to give you one clue. Oh, I'm just going to give you the continent it's in. That's all. Just the continent. It's a European country. So have a think. It's a new listener in a country we have had no listeners in before. And it's somewhere that I'm actually obsessed with. So I'm so happy I now have somewhere to stay there. Is it like France? We have all of our French listeners already, Kate. We, we do. I don't. That's why I don't even have it on memorized. I don't know. <laughs> Norway. I am so 
excited because I'm obsessed with Norway. I've never been. I always wanted to have a Norwegian uh, forest cat. Um, I'm obsessed with the forests there. I'm obsessed with the myth and the laws, everything out of Norway. So our Norwegian listener... You're in Oslo. We love you. I know we sound very stalkerish, like listing where everyone's <laughs> from. That's all we know, though. We just get a city. We literally yeah. get a list of yeah. cities and that's it. Um, but I like to imagine who you are. Um, I imagine you're all very generous with your homes. So um, <laughs> if you're in our Norwegian, um, our Norwegian listeners, welcome. We love you. And as soon as I book my flight, I'll let you know. So um, okay. where were we? Was this okay, wise? okay, okay. So uh, the, the weird trip back to his hometown, whatever, whatever. Yes. And then this episode six is the one where the ladies decide they're all going to get in shape and they go to this God, gym this and they bad. have this this trainer who is a total douche lord he is just like the biggest bro ever and so he's really hard on them he's basically pulling a doctor now on janelle about her weight it was so bad it was that because janelle as we've said she weighs more than all of them and you know you can see that and you can see that she's uncomfortable with it and wants to change her lifestyle and get you know lose the weight and get healthier Mm -hmm. and she they all wait they're all forced you know tlc made them do it not jeff the pa but tlc was like you're all gonna announce your weights in front of everyone and even if you're the slimmest person in the world i don't think you're comfortable talking about your weight it's just oh, a yeah. subject no one really wants to discuss and the order they did it in don't it he literally picked heaviest to lightest he literally did that and it, salt in the wound the lightest is 158 pounds and it's the pregnant and it's the pregnant robin robin pregnant. <laughs> sometimes pregnant. i forget her name I robin pregnant and she did this faux i don't know if you noticed this when she was on the scale and he said 158 she did a faux Ooh, and i was like shut up bitch <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so high <laughs> oh, I, it's two humans oh janelle's over there with her bmi of 44 just like i Fuck know off. and that trainer like turns to her and is like janelle you your bmi he just and in front of everyone not just the camera alone it was in front of everyone it's like shut up dude you need you need this the most of anyone anyone here it's oh. like you want to have a long life don't you and poor janelle is just like yes yes i know oh, i know she's like i just want to be at work i just want to be at work away from all of you <laughs> seriously so he he gives them oh you all need to lose 20 pounds blah blah, blah. they're working out that's a whole thing yeah. and this eventually inspires janelle to want to open a gym yeah. and so we find out that they've been approached by an investor who's obviously oh. just someone who watched the show or something yeah and then Janelle's like, yeah, yeah, he brought us to this building and like, it would be perfect to start a gym and I want it to be people who are just like really not in shape and we give them a starting point so they can change their lives. And then she goes, and then the investor decided to go in a different direction. But <laughs> she goes, ever the optimist, Janelle's like, but you know what? I think this is better because I can do everything my way and I can say I built it. And I'm like, oh God. I'm just going to say, you know who else needs an investor? us 
Yes. So anyone, <laughs> whether you're located in Oslo, Norway, or whether you're in France, or whether you're right here in Los Angeles, we are looking for investors always. And you may ask, what would you be investing in? You would be investing in educating the world on TLC programming, which is a gift to everyone, in my opinion. So um, email us, and we'll give you our Venmo. It's <laughs> Venmo, Cash App. PayPal. We're good with all. Yeah, anything, yeah. anything you want, anything you want. So, do they build this gym? So she doesn't. They don't get the. They gym. don't. They don't get the gym because they have this family meeting about whether or not they should have the gym, and it was it was Cody's idea to begin with, and then he starts making Janelle feel like it's a bad idea, and she's like, "What are you talking about? We had this idea together. This was your idea," and he's like, "Yeah, bro." And he's like, yeah, but they're going to make us sign for the rent on this place. And if it doesn't work out, we're bankrupt and all this stuff. And I was like, well, wouldn't you have like an LLC or? I don't know. I mean, it it really, it was ridiculous. And then, yeah. They somehow pivot to jewelry and they're starting a jewelry jewelry business. Jewelry, Hang on. I have, I'd given up, um, because as, as Kate said, I was enthralled in just watching it. Like I was watching it like a movie. And so I thought I've got it all in my head. I know what's going on. I don't need to make notes, but I just, my last note is just simply this, my sister's wife's closet. That's the name of their jewelry line. And this occurred because Robin want decided that she wanted to it was christmas and she got some prototypes made of a design that she had um for her sister wives and when i they do they have this meeting and they're all sat around the table and you see uh robin like doodling the design (laughs) now kate claire's accessories i don't know if you went there when you were younger oh yeah Uh, i did i think we all know claire's accessories um I I don't know if they carry Sister Wives Closet, but um, or Sister Wives Closet just stole all their designs because that's what it reminded me of heavily. <laughs> it, re- it was it was something that was definitely Nevada born and bred. You, that's all I can say. Do you know what it reminded me of? I don't know if you can relate to this, but like, do you remember having a journal when you were like? 12 13 and you just come you come up with these ideas and you're like I'm gonna be a fashion designer and you just draw these terrible dresses and you're like yeah 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 I'll get better and it'll be fabulous that's what it reminded me of is like you're in middle school and you're like oh I should be a jewelry designer and I'm gonna have this cool New York apartment and then you're (laughs) and then you're like drawing designs and it's just hearts it it was just hearts. It was I mean, just it remi- hearts. It was just hearts, and it rem- and then Janelle's like, it's quite trite. <laughs> she was just like, and and she was so uh, Robin was so crestfallen. She was just like, um, uh, yeah, I guess so. It reminded me of um, the um, Portlandia sketch about uh, Fred is going to carry. So how's your sister doing? Well, she dropped out of her master's program. Oh yeah. So what's she doing now? She's, uh, she's making jewelry. And then they have this whole <laughs> montage of she's making jewelry now. She's got her own cool style. And it's just this woman just making jewelry, but and like just taught, they're just taught, she's making jewelry. Yes. Yeah, she's making, and just flashes to this woman, like living this cutesy life, like making jewelry. And then it flashes to Fred. 
Fred, yeah. who's tried doing it, being like, God, what time's the post office open? Who is this order? Like, have I haven't received my... Bro- Can someone tell me how to do... It was brilliant. That's what it reminded <laughs> me of so much. Yes. She's making jewelry now. So good. Did you see so the, good. Did you see the ring that just looked like a set of tits? I... Okay. They go, this is, this is really good. This is a good one. And it was just... You just had to do two little dots for nipples. It, and she was like, but see, it's an S... And a double U. Hang on, hang on. They go, sister wives. Stands for strong women. Oh! oh. I just... You know what, Kate? I'm doing it right now. I'm Googling right now. Listeners, bear with us because I have a strong feeling that these don't exist anymore. I know we're going to hear more about it because they're... I remember hearing from June Diane Raphael about the sister wives closet. So I'm going to Google this right now and just see if anything... It's called my sister wife's closet. <laughs> It just really oh, rolls off the tongue. It doesn't. It? My sister wife's closet. <laughs> Hang on, my sister wife. Yeah, my sister wife. Sister wives. Yeah, um, guys, you can go to my sister wives. That's not. It would should be wives. Okay, wives. My sister wives closet dot com. And you, the first thing you will see is Cody. By the way, in the middle, his hair's now gone a whole new venture. It's very much Chad from um nickelback that's if you're wondering who he looks like it's chad from nickelback so his hair is fully like that purple shirt's a little bit open you've got mary christine janelle and robin dead-eyed and it says welcome your story your story is your best accessory my Sister Wife's Closet is an online jewelry and clothing line boutique launched by first name Robin, Mary, Christine, Janelle. Janelle's always at the end. Janelle and Cody Brown. I did not know that Cody was spelt with a K. Didn't know uh, that. Oh, doesn't it make sense? It makes complete sense. Yeah. I just want to know if this is still active. Um, you will you will know that they do take uh discover cards so you could be happy about that what clothing is it like bedazzled jeans okay i'm going to the blog oh (laughs) all right blog uh last entry was january the 17th 2019 so um i don't know if if this is still going i'm trying to find where you can buy anything i'm at home i'm at blog where's the where are the clothes Oh, hang on. We'll be back soon. We are busy updating the store for you. Sign up for our newsletter mm-hmm. to stay informed. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's completely gone. It's, com- <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. Oh, that was beautiful, though. That... Listeners, take a look at that website. I wish that Squarespace sponsored us because that'd be such a good segue. Oh, that would be so- Squarespace. Come on. <laughs> uh... Oh, God. Um, Kate, have we finished with this wrap up on Four Seasons? where are we what else do we need to add there's a few more things in season four um that i want to bring up okay uh they're applying there's all this pressure for them to apply for mortgages to buy property nope because their credit is so bad that they they go to this loan officer named tanya cobbler i was like these names are made up and (laughs) She's like, okay, well, I can get you these houses, but you're going to have to put 40% down and God knows what the interest rate was. I don't know. And so Janelle, ever the voice of reason, sits them all down 
and with the realtor and they're all just like okay let's get our credit up and buy these properties like put money towards these properties that are not built yet and then while it once our credit's good we can put 10 percent down on the actual house or something so they're okay. like trying to do that and then um there is a ton about mary having another kid right and she doesn't want one right she doesn't want one she had one um which the child mariah is now going to university she biologically can't have any but they're all pushing her and robin's like i'll be your surrogate once again i'll do it i know that you're infertile and old i'll do it um and she's like i don't really want one and then cody's just pushing her and pushing her and pushing her about ivf um and it ends what with her not decided yeah she's kind of just not really sure and my one of my final notes is these people live life at 200 miles per hour and it is so stressful it is if you guys are sat right now listening to this wherever you are thinking my life is so complicated i have so many responsibilities i don't know what to do tune into sister wives because it will put a whole new perspective on how busy you think your life is i don't know how they they do what it basically just goes down to christine and robin look after all the kids Mm -hmm. essentially um hang on a second so when you read the description let me go back here when you read the description at the top of this episode it says they have produced 13 kids uh oh they're combined 18 children okay so that is i guess then there's no more children coming right because there are 18 currently an episode on season four because they had 13 then they added robin's three 16 oh no and then she had one 17 who's the 18th she probably robin just probably has another one i'm guessing i bet she does spoiler alert (laughs) um yeah i bet that's probably what it is so robin probably gets pregnant again that would be five kids. She has five. Um, Janelle has six. Christine has six. And Mary has one. All oh, those kids. I just, I can't. Um, it's just so much energy to be around all the time. And there's, there's an episode where Janelle's boys are out of control. They're literally kicking each other in this parking lot and one of them punches the other one in the face and he starts gushing blood and uh dad doesn't do anything he just continues to tie the christmas tree to the car and she's just like guys don't like you're acting out and all this stuff and um i just kind of forgot where i was going with this where did i start (laughs) just the energy of it yeah oh oh and and you hear janelle she's like I just, everyone, I don't need any more input. Like everyone is just hovering all the time and there's so many voices and opinions constantly. That would, that's the part that I think would really drive me nuts. Like I, I would be just like Janelle. I'd be like, I'm getting a fucking job and I'm going to be out of the house every day. I, I would either that or I'd have to be in control of everything. And if you were in control of any, everything, you'd go nuts. I mean, the amount of energy to look after that amount of children and for cody 
to be the father and say that he gives all of his time equally to all of those children it's impossible no it's impossible how you could do that it really there isn't enough time in the day because they're they're moving every other day as well let's not forget that constantly moving constantly having these successful businesses like opening a gym <laughs> like cup fitness i mean there's a lot going on and all the time, all the time. I think that is why I'm opposed to this lifestyle, not because I think it's morally wrong, not mm-hmm. because I anything religious at all. I just yeah. think it's it ends up not being fair because they don't have enough help with their families. Like he one oh, one person mm-hmm. who's date who's married to all these other people, I just don't see how you can have enough energy to exhausting to be a partner and dad to all these people you can't i know i know it really is mind-blowing so who knows kate (sighs) what awaits us in the next 12 (laughs) seasons we have to watch we've only we've done four we've scratched the we've just done a little line on the surface (sighs) we have 12 more seasons to watch you know what and as we move into the wheel of shame it could pull it for us today we don't even know i mean it could pull it for us. Oh, I so, hope that. <laughs> okay. Does that mean then we are ready for Wheel of Shame? Well, what's your rating? We didn't do the rating. Oh, shit. I'm, because it actually did persuade me to think about becoming a polygamist in the first 38 minutes of the very first episode, mm-hmm. then I swiftly changed my mind. I think I learned that people's lives are bananas. I learned that you should never move to Nevada. I learned that Cody needs to sort his shit out with that hair. Um, I learned that finances are finite. So I'm <laughs> going to give this episode, well, this show, seasons one through four, out of 600 pounds of learning, I'm going to give it 482. All right. 482. Yep. I learned a lot. 482. Okay. What about you, Kate? I didn't write mine down yet, so I'm thinking uh, this would be for me. Mm, I'll say 400 even. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> so, <laughs> see how much thought I gave that one? Sounds good. All right. So, moving <laughs> on to um, Wheel of Shame. This is this part of the show. I know, listeners, you're getting those little butterflies in your tummy. You're getting the tingle up and down your spine because we are heading over to the Wheel of Shame that has all of the 113 and counting shows. I mean, we keep adding every week, but they're all on this wheel. We're going to randomly spin it. And we're going to come up with our first show. So, uh, Katie, you ready? I'm ready. What if this is 90 Day? This is going to be interesting. Just don't give us a brides. Please, we've had so many brides. That's all I'll ask you gods and goddesses of the Wheel of Shame. Please don't give us a bride one. I feel like we've had so many, Kate. I know. LA, oh my God, we have LA Inc. on this, dude. That has a ton of seasons as well. I remember what, do you remember Kat Von D when she was in her like drinking, like low rise jeans? Oh shit. Okay. I remember like 2008 LA Kat Von D. (gasps) That's going to be a lot. All right. So let's go ahead. We're going to spin the wheel of shame. Spinning. This is, come on. We have a, maybe a one-off. Can I do a one-off here? Alaska women. No. (laughs) No. What is it? Oh my god! I'm it s- happened. Ninety day. 
90 Day The Single Life. <gasps> Kate, we got our first 90 Day. Yes! Kate, quickly, check how many seasons there are of this. Does this oh, need to be split? This is a newer one. I think there's it only It is a newer one, so I don't think seasons. there's a lot, right? I think there's like two guys, seasons. Guys, we got our first 90 Day. Oh Kate God. and I have... And if this is our first 90... This is our first 90 Day, and if it only has a couple of seasons, then it's kind of perf. Like, yeah. that's our perf way to get into the 90 Day uh, genre and beautiful beautiful world um it is new and i don't think i've you know what i haven't watched any of the 90 day single life this is all going to be fresh fresh for it's me it's really good i is like it? i think it's entertaining yeah oh come on i know it's gonna be it's, it's, it's oh god we meet jesse again oh no jesse's on this yeah jesse. isn't he yes no yes just to promote being an influencer basically is he still giving talks like old people's homes and stuff? Because, remember, he's an influence. I can't. I don't know. He's, I, he's tra- always traveling the world. Yes. Always talking about bettering yourself and always just saying, thank you so much. It always has the greatest manners, but behind the scenes is absolutely horrific to everyone. Never forget what he did to Das. Never, ever forget. And he still ends up on all of the 90 day reunion shows when Darcy's on it. Why yeah. are you here? he's a monster um how many seasons kate two i'm fairly certain perfect okay yeah. so we're doing it guys we're doing 90 day the single this is a biggie we had a biggie this week yes. biggie next week and kate we're gonna pull another one now okay are you ready so we've yes. got 90 day the single life we're gonna remove that from the wheel of shame let's do our next one it's spinning what are we gonna get what it's just so exciting i, I see it spinning i don't okay 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 Sorry. Oh my god. Is it Darcy? I'm so sorry. That was so loud. It actually reverbed back into my headphones. I'm so sorry. It's Sister Wives. Oh my god. Kate, I shit you not. It's Sister Wives. I shit you not. Kate, it is Sister Wives. Oh my god. Kate, I shit you not. Wow. Four more seasons. Four more. This is Four so funny because we debated doing them week after week and it's just happening we randomly. I'm so sorry. I think I burst my eardrum. I was so shocked. The noise that came out of my body. I don't think I've ever heard that before. We have sister wives. We're back at Cody. Oh We're back God. at Cody. But you know what? I'm okay. Kay, I think the Wheel of Shame did this so beautifully because yeah. they said, you know what? Let's keep it going. So you can remember Cody. He mm-hmm. will be in your dreams for the next two weeks at least. Because Kate and I literally have to watch 15 episodes a day just to get <laughs> through these four seasons before next week. So guys, look, we better get off this podcast because I've got a shit ton of sh- TV to watch. We have 90 Day, fio- 90 day Fiance, The Single Life, or mm-hmm. 90 Day, The Single Life. We're back at Sister Wives. So we're going to be doing Sister Wives seasons um, five to um, nine, right? We're doing four. Yeah, five, six, seven, five to eight. Five, wait, five, six, seven, eight. Five, six, seven. Oh, I'm using my fingers to count. Do you know that? <laughs> but four plus five is nine. That's why I said nine. Yeah, I think I said it earlier too. I'm so tired. I asked Siri what like... 19 plus 10 was earlier today and i was like oh my god i need to sleep 53 everyone knows that um <laughs> okay so we're on, so we're gonna do season five we're doing season six seven and eight okay 
Okay, got it. All right. Yeah. So seasons five, six, seven, and eight of Sister Wives and 90 Day The Single Life, where we meet Jesse. My anger is going to boil over. I'm excited to, I'm going to excited to see what happens with um, We're doing... Mary. Oh. I'm excited to see what happens with Janelle. I want to know what happens to the gym. Most importantly, I'm excited to know what happens with the sisterwifescloset.com. I'm That's on the edge of my about. seat. As are our listeners. All right. Whew. That was a lot. My energy wow. levels. Woohoo. <laughs> um, so, ladies and gents, we have come to the end of the show. So, we've got our two shows for next week. Doing a little pluggy here. Please go ahead and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Tender Loving Care Pod. Tender Loving Care Pod, P O D, on Instagram and TikTok. Twitter, T L C Poddy, P O D D Y. Email us, tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com with all your love, admiration for Cody's hair and whatever else you want to say. Um, Kate, anything you want to mention as we wrap up this show? Check out our petition to get toddlers and tiaras off all streaming platforms on yes, change.org. Please, please do. I have put a link to it in on our Instagram page, which is Tender Loving Care Pod. Please go there um, and sign it. It's definitely something Kate and I are very, very serious about after reviewing um, Toddlers and Tiaras for uh, previous week's episode. Um, you know, we really thought something had to happen. This show should not be on any platform streaming at all. Um, and we want to get it removed. So um, we started a petition. If you could please go there and um, put your little signature on there and then put it on your social media. Spread it as much as possible. Um, mm-hmm. And as always, I'm going to do a little plug for my Etsy store, which is pop culture heaven. You like the disasters um, of YouTubers? You like the disastrous lives of uh, people on TLC and Br- the Bravo Network? Well, go on over to my Etsy store. It is a Brit in the sun. A-B-R-I-T in the sun. I have been communicating with Sonia Morgan this week, which I will talk to you about. Yes, Sonia Morgan from Real Housewives of New York. She loves my stuff, loves my t-shirt. And I just sent her a little care package. So hopefully... Hopefully, once she gets back from touring, because she's on her cabaret, mm-hmm. um, she will she will uh, have a look at my notebook, write down all her business ideas in there, because that's what I'm praying for. And I did actually have someone this week, Kate, that purchased my, um, I have a t-shirt on my Etsy store, A Brit in the Sun, and it is just says Sonia's intern on it, <gasps> big, like, hot pink uh, letters. I had someone that bought it, and, you know, I always, like, write a little letter to them to say thank you, and she wrote back and said, I'm actually going to be wearing it to Sonia's cabaret in two weeks, and I'm <gasps> going to try and get a photo with her wearing your shirt. And I just, yes! it, I lost it. I was like, if you do that, I'm going to send you a big care package of stuff from my store because that would be unbelievable. Unbelievable. What a dream. It'll be a dream. I know, my design near Sonia. So I think that's it for Mm -hmm. this episode. All right, well, thank you so much, everyone that's listening. Um, From Norway, from the dizzying heights of Norway to Los Angeles to Austin. Um, we want to, and everywhere in between, want to say thank you so much for listening. And um, always, you know, uh, if you've enjoyed this episode, please go and tell your mate, mother, father, 
sister wife um to check <laughs> out uh, the party and all of our past episodes if you're kind of tuning in now and you haven't listened to some of our previous go and take a look because we have reviewed some doozy of shows we really really have um but thank you for listening and um we'll see you next week thank you bye bye the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY exclusions apply see site for details hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands and they partner with factories that prioritize safe ethical and responsible manufacturing I love that Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.